How's it going, everyone? This is the first Hello. episode of the Cosplayer Roundtable. We've got a stellar group of cosplayers in here. Oh, Farron just left. She's probably jumping back in. Um, we'll do some introductions first. So we'll go around, I guess. I don't know how it is on on your screen, but CJ's on my top left. Yeah, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. So we'll go um, okay. Well, hi. My name is CJ Prop Studio. I am a uh, armor builder, cosplayer. I do three D printing. I've been and I've been doing uh, I've been doing cosplay since '09 and been loafing ever since. Nice. Oh, Vixie's uh, Vixie's uh, muted for some reason. Oh, because I have two oh. little corgis that like to interrupt. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Vixie Vixie cosplay. Um, I'm in. Cosplaying for this is my gonna be my 10th anniversary year, so yay! Usually, I do sewing, I've been adventuring, I'm going to adventure into armor this year, and I I did this wig all by myself, so yay! Nice, we can skip me and Chris. Uh oh. So we're we on Lorenzo now? Lorenzo. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, guys. Hi, my name is Lorenzo Dozier, aka Mr. Team Awesome 418. And I've been cosplaying for about two years now, two years and change. And um, yeah, I'm actually live at work doing this. So this is going to be very interesting how this goes. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even see the um, chat. Okay. Are you, are you dealing with the chat, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. All right. Nice. Okay, we'll go over to Dayte. Want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, um, I am Dayte Cosplay. I'm based out of San Diego. Um, I've been cosplaying for like since 2015, which is almost like a decade. I think I'm like almost there. Um, I also am 10 cosplays, around 10 or 12 cosplays away from my 100th cosplay, which oh. is kind of wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I do cosplay. I do body painting. Um, I, so um, I'm still working on the wig thing. So that's a big thumbs up with the wigs. Wigs are so difficult. They're so difficult. Um, yeah, um, armor stuff. Uh, kind of cosplay a little bit of everything. Um, anime, uh, superheroes, and sometimes game characters. Yeah. I'll go ahead and go next. Uh, my name is Onyxia. I also go by Banshee Queen Cosplay. Nice to meet everyone. I'm from Toronto, Canada. Um, I've been cosplaying for just about three years. Um, so not all that long, but when I got into it, I went balls to the wall. Um, I would say my strengths are foam smithing and I'm getting into 3D printing as well. Um, and I mostly cosplay from my favorite video game, World of Warcraft. Nice. Um, I'm Namor Cosplay. Um, I've been, I guess, intentionally I've been cosplay since 2018, but I didn't really start until the pandemic, so 2020, when I really got into it. Um, and I cosplay Namor, obviously, but um, I've kind of been growing past in this past year. I've been doing like Ronan the Accuser, or, um, Adam Warlock, or MCU stuff, usually, or Marvel um, for the most part. Um, really, into foam, orbla, sewing. Um, I build all my own stuff. Um, really got into makeup this year. Um, that's been a new one. And yeah. Nice. Right. I'll go next. Um, hi, everyone. I'm not happy with you. 
Um, I'm from Buffalo, New York, and I have been modeling and acting for about four or five years, and then just recently started cosplaying about two, three years ago. Um, also a nurse practitioner full-time, um, and I'd say my favorite um, character to cosplay at the moment is Kasana. Nice. Sarah? Yes. Hi. Um, I'm originally from Florida. I've been cosplaying from, I guess technically I've been cosplaying since 2000. Um, but uh, I moved to Tennessee and my favorite things to cosplay are actually my original characters. Um, but I do love Marvel characters and um, I like making my own uh, versions of characters as well. Nice. What was everyone's um, first cosplay? Oof. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know mine. <laughs> yep. Um, I guess I'll start with it. Um, my well. Back in 2013 is when I first started actually building. Um, I start. I, I did get into the community in 09, but I started building 2013. But my very first thing I ever built was a, sil a silver Daft Punk helmet um, out of paper mache and and paper and Pepakura paper craft. Um, that was my first introduction to like cosplay building. And uh, at the time, was I proud of it? Yes. But looking back to what I do now is. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah. um before armor wise uh, in 2017 i did um shredder from teenage mutant ninja turtles nice amazing i did anna from the first frozen movie the coronation outfit um my sister was actually the sewer in the family and she's like oh hey i made this gorgeous green dress and i happen to have some extra green fabric i think we should make this outfit i'm like yes absolutely and so we made her an elsa outfit and myself an anna outfit and we went outside and took some pictures and then soon after that my friend was like hey so there's this thing it's called comic-con <laughs> like, tell me more tell me more and was hooked from there so anna nice chris i don't think i know what your first cosplay was my first cosplay. So uh, I started cosplaying. Well, I started in the con scene as a photographer. So uh, I used to do like casual cosplays that were comfortable while I did photography. So my first cosplay was uh, Back to the Future 2 Marty McFly. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I think my first cosplay was Deathstroke. Um, just buying stuff off of Amazon and just swinging it from there. But as for actually building something, I think the first commission I did was Azrael from Batman. Uh, Lorenzo? Yeah, so um, one thing that I left out during it was that I'm from New York. So my first cosplay is um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Um, started back in 2021, but I technically wore my first Miles Morales mask in 2019. Uh, my oh my first cosplay oh oh it hurts <laughs> it hurts to think about it um my first cosplay actually i made it from scratch but it was really 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 it was a lot of glue it's a lot of hot glue 
lot, a lot of hockey. It was actually, well, I was an overachiever at that time, so I actually made like three cosplays for that whole for Fanime 2015, and one of them was like Harley Quinn, was a gentleman Harley Quinn. Um, one of them was a character from Magic: The Gathering um, called Finax, God of Deception, and um, I think the last one was so bad that I've taken it out of my memory. <laughs> Um, I we I remember going up on like the train from San Diego to uh, San Jose. It's twelve hours, and I lost the hammer part to the Harley. So I just had a staff. It was just it was all bad. It just pieces were missing, and yeah, I actually have it. That little mask right there is like the the little um, the the part of the mask from the thing. I just like try to keep little pieces of my cosplays to like remind myself. Momentos. You can do it. <laughs> nice. Um, I think my first closet cosplay was probably Ino Yamanaka or Hinata, one of those. Um, but my first self-made cosplay was Sylvanas Windrunner from World of Warcraft. And that was actually the first armor build that I ever made as well. So yeah, I just went all in with no experience. <laughs> um my first was uh the Punisher. Um, I spray painted the skull on a vest and got everything. But my first foam build was like a, a like a Targaryen armor I made myself, and it's just you know it was it was good for the time. I was like really proud of it. Um, but looking back, it was like really boxy and everything. And uh, you know I, I eventually stripped it for parts because uh, there was all those scales I did. So I, I saved the scales because those were good. Um, but I threw out everything. Else. But now I'm a lot better. So. Uh, but you still got to be proud of where you started, at least. So, exactly. uh, your evolution. You know. mm -hmm. Apple, what was yours? Um, so, looking back, I think my first cosplay was a local photographer. Like, I had been modeling for a while, and she actually reached out to me um, just based on look, and she wanted, she had ordered like all the outfits for. Um, a lot of characters from The Witcher. So, she asked me to do Yennefer. So, that ended up being my first. Uh, nice. Farron is Farron still frozen if we're yes, oh, but, yeah. yes, but it's such a it's such a good photo. It's like you're like, so interested and so engaged and like just happens to be here. Oh, perfect. But can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you and you can look at my picture. <laughs> Um, so my first cosplay uh, was for the Xena convention in 2000. It was before Warblah, before EVA foam was a thing for cosplay. And um, I was Xena and I made it with brown paper bags from Publix and paper mache. And, well, yeah. Hell yeah, okay. Also, Xena is one of my favorites. Oh, I am my obsessed. Still obsessed. Love it, especially when they did the Hercules crossover. Mm -hmm. Say less. <laughs> Chris, do you have any questions you want to ask? Yeah, let's get into conventions. What, what are you guys' favorite? What is everyone's favorite convention? If you can choose one. I don't mind. Uh, I guess. Um, for the majority of conventions I go to is, I guess it has to be New York Comic Con. Um, because I, I live in Jersey, but I was also, I've been, I'm, I'm also, uh, I was born in New York originally. 
Um, but I go I go to New York Comic Con every year. Been going since 2013. And uh, but I've been to others like Katsukon, C2E2. But favorite wise, I, I would say New York. And I'm over in Oregon, um, near Portland. So usually I head over to Rose City Comic Con because I just head to my local cons. I'm actually going to Fan Expo, weather permitting, right after this. Um, I've been to Emerald City, which is also good, but large and can be overwhelming. Um, I think Rose City is probably my favorite just because it's my first con that I've ever been to. It's got all of my local friends go to it. I'm like, oh, this just feels like home. Well, for me, uh, I'm from Atlanta. So Dragon Con is one of the obvious answers for me. Uh, my second favorite will probably actually be WonderCon for past this past year. WonderCon is definitely a blast. I'm um, planning on going back this year, but Dragon Con, hands down, is my favorite. We don't have that many cons here in uh, in Canada, so I probably have to go with <laughs> Anime North or or Toronto Comic Con or Fan Expo. That's pretty much the top three. Yeti Con isn't so bad as well. It's more of like an outdoor party well with me since i'm like fairly new to the cosplay community um the last couple of cons that i've been to it's like a tie between new york comic con and brooklyn comic con brooklyn comic con is actually my first convention to the cosplay community even though it has mixed reviews i really feel personally that to make that con absolutely fun is the right group of people to go with. That's what makes it worthwhile. Overall, overall my favorite Comic-Con is New York Comic-Con. Okay, so my favorite, ooh, favorite con, favorite con to cosplay at is, is different for like favorite con to like go to. Um, I think my favorite one in general would probably be, it was Fatime because it's kind of like a, friendiversary for a lot of like you know my friends we don't we actually don't get to see each other until that con like a year so it's just like every year you better be there so um but i think my favorite one to cosplay at would be um which uh it just passed uh anime los angeles um mm. also i got my got my uh little well, my Long Beach uh, ribbons. It's just really fun. Like the ribbon thing really makes it so much, so much fun. Um, it's such a blast. And there's a lot of different places to like take photos at. So that's my favorite one to cosplay at. My answer is going to be super predictable. Um, BlizzCon is my favorite convention. It's actually the only American convention that I've been to. So as Anthony mentioned, in Canada, we actually don't have that many conventions, which is sad. Um, I have a bunch of bucket list conventions that I'd really like to go to, like DragonCon, Hallmat, MAGFest. Those are like aspirational. But um, yeah, right now, my top convention is BlizzCon because it's all about my favorite fandom. Um, I usually go to the big three in Southern California, which is LA Comic-Con, WonderCon, and San Diego. But uh, my favorite is WonderCon because I feel like it's very cosplay-centric. Um, and I feel like if you go there because it's cosplay, you don't 
you don't like there's no exclusives or you know all that crazy. there probably is but you don't go there for the you don't go inside you don't go inside the convention you stay outside and you hang out with your friends and you um just wear your cosplay is now we try to you know think of like trying to do like a, a big debut of a cosplay there i would try to plan around that certain convention that i'm really excited about um like last year did ronin that was a big one then nova the year before but i just think it's a really great way where the cosplayers really have a good community versus like i enjoyed san diego but it's very like you can't there's no area for very um very much that conversates except for like a meetup because everyone's so scattered and everyone's there for exclusives or um signings or something but wonder cons just for the cosplayers so that's what i like um well someone else said since like i'm also newer to the cosplay community um i have only been to one and but i loved it and it was san diego comic-con so that's been my only experience so far um up until spring summer when i started traveling a lot for modeling and gigs and things prior to that it's been really hard to travel with my job um so i'm hoping that i get to experience more cons in the future um i was supposed to go to new york city con in october but i got sick supposed to work the booth and everything but I really love the, I don't know what other ones are like, but I really like fell in love with like the atmosphere and the energy in San Diego. Um, like I was nervous to go, I went myself, I traveled myself, like nobody else was with me. It was just something that I really wanted to do. Um, and I felt really like welcome there and everybody just has really good energy and it's just such a good place to be. That's a, that's a big call to start off with San Diego. <laughs> go big or go home. I don't know. I just I was out in LA and Vegas for some like modeling and events. So I'm like, this is the one I want to go to. It makes sense. I have excellent time off. I'm like gonna just do it. So you just threw yourself in the deep end. I did. <laughs> it was a great experience. Well, that's good. Fair. So my favorite con is probably Gen Con, which I know it's a lot, uh, it's, it's not a very cosplay heavy convention, but um, it's full of tabletop gaming and, and I feel like that's more my speed. Um, I don't wanna watch a lot of anime, so a lot of the conventions are kinda out of my wheelhouse. Um, coming from Florida, it's probably a tie between MegaCon and GenCon, just because I've been to MegaCon so many times and I go with my friends and it's a really good, it's it's like the perfect size convention for me. You know, it's not too huge, like DragonCon is a little overwhelming. I'm sure San Diego Comic-Con would be overwhelming for me as well. But um, yeah, so I don't know, MegaCon or GenCon, probably GenCon. But for cosplaying Megacon. If there's a con that you can go to um, anywhere in the world, I guess, if you don't know particularly, which country would you like to go to? To a convention? I mean, me personally, it has to be Dragon Con. I've heard Chris and various people talk so much about it that I have to go. It's amazing. It's That was my first out-of-state uh, convention last year or year before last. 
changed my life. Changed my life. It was so <laughs> fun. First time into Atlanta. Now the weather. <laughs> now the weather. It's hot. I personally, <laughs> if you're going to ask what is your favorite like convention not to cosplay at, it would be that one because it is I'm not used to the humidity. It's it's a lot. It was it was hot. It was like overcast and hot and but it was a great convention. I was just like my body was just like not used to the weather, and I was like they're like you should bring cyborg to cosplay, and I was like <laughs> I would like to live to see twenty five, please. I would I would like to see that next birthday. <laughs> CJ, what 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 uh what country or con would you like to to visit? Um, uh, well, con wise, like, I would like, 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 Dayte, I would love to do like Dragon Con. Like, I have a, I have a friend that goes there, he's been going for the past two years, can't shut up about it. <laughs> um, he's like, five days of non stop cosplaying. I'm like, this sounds yeah. like a marathon to me. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but like if I was gonna say like from another country um standpoint, probably like Toronto Comic Con, like up to your guys' neck of the woods. Yeah, like like that's um, like uh like Fan Expo Toronto or Toronto Comic Con, whatever. We've always got a space at our booth, man. Don't worry about it. I appreciate you. But uh for out of the country, it'll be Toronto. Whenever you're coming, let me know. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> I want to go to D23, and I'm revealing myself mm. as the biggest Disney bitch here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I just want to wear all of the pretty, pretty princess dresses. And Where is that? That's in California, I think, right next to Disney. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. in Anaheim, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the mm -hmm. plan is, you know, tack on a Disney trip, and it'll be mm -hmm. perfect, and I'll be so exhausted for the entire year. <laughs> It only happens every other year too, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, where would I want to? I think for me, it would probably be Japan, uh, going to Tokyo Comic Con. I think that would be cool. It'd be fun. Uh, I was planning on going uh, twenty twenty, but of course, pandemic, uh, so didn't happen. Yeah. So um, my conventions um, overseas, one in particular is the one in London. Um, it starts with an M. I think it's M somewhere in CM. Yeah, there you go. So that's one of the locations. And then as somebody pointed about here in the States, um, Dragon Con, because, you know, I have tons of mutuals that won't shut up about Dragon Con. <laughs> I have mm -hmm. to sometimes not look at stories because <laughs> it's like, damn, you got all my mutuals out there. And meanwhile, I'm over here in New York, like just watching from afar. But yeah, um, MCM oh, and <laughs> MCM and Dragon Con are like my two that I would like to go to. But I was really happy to see Chris when he came to New York Comic Con. So it was like, you know, I was like, OK, since I didn't see him over there, at least I got to see him over here. So that was cool. Nice. Dayton, where do um, you want to go? Oh, um, <laughs> ooh, okay. So I really, honestly, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but we'll see. Um, going to, I think it's called the International Cosplay Competition. Um, it's like a convention and a competition. It's like 
everybody from all around the world goes to like do this competition and i really 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 want to go so bad even if i'm not in the competition i would love to like just go and like see and meet people and they're i think it's in sweden I yeah, think. I was gonna, I was gonna like, ask if it was Netherlands or Sweden. I couldn't remember. Yes, it's one of those. It's one of those. And there's people from everywhere. It's like the the like biggest international costume cosplay contest. And I was like, oh, I must go just to see like everybody. It's it's like that arc in anime where all the it's like the all the big people are coming. You're like, yes, I need to be here. Yeah. I need to, I need to do the things. I yeah, heard about that one actually. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Like, there's just so many people there, like sewists and people who do armor and people who, and they just spend months and months and months and months on this one cosplay. I'm trying to get there because I have this problem where I just like to do all kinds of different cosplays every month. <laughs> one of these days. Um, for me, other than the obvious answer that I already mentioned, which is Dragon Con um, and Hallmat. I've heard so many good things about both of those. Um, other than those two, I was actually going to say the same thing as Dayte, uh, the one in the Netherlands. Um, mm -hmm. I once saw like a YouTube video of like the competition yes. that they have there and I was so blown away. It was like the biggest yeah. armor builds that I have ever seen in my life and it was mm. just super inspiring. I would, I'd love to be there even just to watch. That would be yeah. super sick. Let's go together. Yeah. <laughs> Group trip. Um, I, I'd love to go to MCM as well to, you know, be cool to visit some UK friends um, on, you know, from Instagram. Uh, I also like, you know, Dragon Cons when I was like, yeah, I'm going to go this year, but then I never do. Um, I always get too anxious about traveling with my cosplays. Um, mm. I make big things. So I was like, how do I get this across the country or um, I almost went to New York this year, though, because um, Will Poulter was going to be there. He does Adam Warlock, but then he dropped out. So then I dropped out. So I was like, maybe it was for the best because I was like, I can do it. And then I was just so nervous thinking, how am I going to get this thing? Like, I don't trust people. How am I going to no. get it? It's so precious. And I'm like, so baby with like myself. And I don't want some flight attendant guy just working shit around. In, kicking it. <laughs> Those were the best. So, Will Poulter, please come to Southern California. Can so. you imagine someone stealing your luggage, thinking they're gonna? Oh my like, god! Really <laughs> cool. It's just like, costumes, and you're, they're just like, yeah, no. Someone oh. said that they had to open their their uh, their Pelican case, and it was Iron Man armor, and the they said the security guy was just so confused. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably Frank. Probably, yeah. That's funny. Matt has seen your costume on someone on Instagram, though. Mm. Papa, where would you want to go? Um, so Dragon Times, like on the list too. Um, I hear so many good things. I mean, there's so many. Um, but there's one in the Philippines, I believe, in Manila. Does anybody know about that one? I think it's the Asia top one. Like that. I think there is one, and I, I mean, I have family in the Philippines, so I feel like that one would be really cool to go to. Asia Pop? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe it's not super popular. 
and Comic Con with a K K O M I K. There's two of them, I think. Hmm. That'd be nice. Farron. Yeah, so uh, if I went overseas, it'd probably be Supernova over in Australia. Because I've always wanted to go to Australia and it seems like a really fun convention. And then being obsessed with Xena, I can just hop over to New Zealand and see yeah. the Shire and the beach where they filmed a lot of Xena. <laughs> yeah. But for the States, I would definitely say uh, BlizzCon because I am a big wowhead and I would, it's always been, <laughs> I actually have a couple of uh, Blizzard builds in the works right now. So I would love to go to BlizzCon. Can you look at the questions here? Um, other than Dayte, because I already know you're at 98, how many cosplays have you guys done so far? <laughs> you, guys, you guys have a count? <laughs> Dayte is the only one keeping count. I'm a problem. I'm sorry, y'all. That's so much. Yeah, uh, I have a list. I have nine numbers. That's all I can remember off the top. Oh, man. Yeah, like on my photo gallery, I have a um, a timeline folder from called from getting the present. So from my very first build to now, just like pictures. It says currently I have fifteen. So okay, from throughout the years. I don't even know the cat. Well, that's understandable. I was just asking, see if anyone that was up there with Dayte right now. Well, <laughs> quick, quick, quick question. Are we counting? Are we counting like now? My friend asked me this, and they're like, How many cosplays do you have? And I was like, Are we counting like characters or are we counting cosplays? No. Cosplays, okay. Well, then there's a little bit more than I've done. <laughs> I've done like Aquaman three times, three different costumes. But I count that as one character, so I've done that's like one. So when I'm counting my my up to my hundred, I count as one, not as like you know multiple. So like when I do this storm cosplay I'm working on, I already did storm like back in the day, so that's still gonna be like one. It's like technically not gonna count, but you know. So you're like know. you're in like the two hundred range. I'm, I'm assuming. No, oh. <laughs> no. Um, I'm probably already at like a hundred, maybe when you when we put it like that. But I was trying to like you know, yeah, make it more fair for myself. I don't know. This is a good question here. What con have you gone to? I would not go back to. I don't know if I have one that I wouldn't. I see Lorenzo putting his hand up. <laughs> well, spill hmm. the tea, Lorenzo. What you got? Well, being that, like I said, I'm fairly new to the cosplay community. Um, I have been to a handful of cons by now in these last two years, but one con I'm not going back to this year is unfortunately Big Apple Con. Now, it's like one of the smaller cons, and don't get me wrong, I do love small cons, but this particular one that I went to last year, I was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's family friendly and everything, but it's like the vibe is just... It's like, I don't like the location that they hold the event at. I feel like um, 
it's a place that I'm not going to go back to, and I'm going to replace it with Fan um, Expo Philadelphia this year instead okay. as a, a convention I'm going to go to. Good choice. <laughs> I've, I've been, um, I, would, I, I would go to this convention again, but I wouldn't do San Diego four days again. I did that my first year. I just like, wasn't a big fan of it because it was so yeah. and it was not very cosplay heavy. So I was like, so what are we we're just walking around? Like, I don't like to buy stuff these things. I already have too much material items. And I would, I, I did it this year. I just did Saturday and that was perfect. So I um, only one day again, Diego, too much. There are a lot of like um, small town cons. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go back, but I literally walked through the whole con in about three minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for what it is, it is what it is. But yeah, that, those are probably not on my list to, to rush to. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel, well, Namor Cosplay said he would only go like one day for San Diego. I usually don't go to San Diego Comic Con because one, they can't get tickets. And two, yeah. it's just super industry heavy. So I go to everything else and I live in San Diego. So it's like my hometown con. Um, but honestly, after this year, this past year, um, LA Comic Con, it really, <laughs> if I'm gonna spill the tea, it rubs oh. me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way so hard. I now cosplay wise, it was fun. I got to see Chris, I got to see Namor, I got to like, you know, cosplay stuff was fine. All that was great. But I had an issue with like the time. So you didn't really get full day in the beginning. I think Friday, you, that Friday was weird. Friday, they opened up at four o'clock and then they closed at seven and then they opened at nine and then they closed at uh, uh, maybe seven that, seven that seven. night. Saturday, they closed at seven and then like they were open at nine and then they closed at like five. Four or five. And that was the con. And we were like, why did I pay this much money for that ticket when really we only got like two days, honestly? And I was like, mm, that's not three days. Yeah. I just so skipped that, right, right, right. So we were just getting into town that day too. So it's like just wasn't really a whole day of things and it was still a good con when it came to like being in the park, but I probably would only go to like Saturday because that's when everybody was there, and yeah, that was that was what was worth it, honestly. But I would have at least take those ticket prices down if you're gonna do that, or extend the time, make it one more day if you can. I mean, you know, people get their money's worth. Um, for me, I would say I don't know if I would ever do whole mad again because they're changed like. There's been a lot of stuff going on with Home Map, but they're changing the venue and it's just going to be a regular like convention hall versus, you know, where they had it at, which I think made it different and kind of made made the experience what it was. So I, I probably won't do Home Map again. I heard about that and it makes me really sad because I never got to experience Home Map the way that it, like everyone loves it so much. So that's a bummer. Yeah, we're Is that the water one? Yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna actually be talking about it in about two weeks. Uh, because that's a cost place is gonna be doing a podcast about that, mm. and a few other things cosplay related with the conventions itself. 
Um, has anyone guessed at a convention before? Um, I, I did guess at a convention. It was um, I'm trying to remember which one was it. It was one of the fairly new ones in New York that literally debuted last year. Um, it was called Co-op City Con. So oh, I, I guess that, that yeah. I guess that that one at the that was like kind of like my end of the year con. Um, and I made a guest appearance at um, CradleCon because I was attached to a, um, a cosplay group called the NY Avengers. So that was technically a guest I was a part of. That's nice. Yeah, because there's a, I've been hearing a lot of uh, stories, I guess, with the bigger cons, especially uh, from cosplayers as well. They're not, they're not treating them well. But a lot of these smaller cons seem to be uh, more fair, I guess. Um, cosplay World Con. I saw that uh, DJ Cross and stuff is going there. Uh, yeah, I just saw that Cosplay World. Is, I mean, but I do know you know people. Some of the people behind that con, so they're actually you know some pretty good people, and they uh, you know are fair and know, and know what cosplayers go through, the work they put in, and things like yeah. that. So um, yeah, that that's one I do want to go to. Unfortunately, this year I won't be able to make it, but maybe next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, like for, um, like I've guessed at, um, a couple of uh, local cons before. Well, um, I, there's a con here in Jersey called Garden State Comic Fest that I've, I've, uh, guessed it at for, uh, the last uh, couple of years. Um, it's a nice small con out in Morristown, New Jersey. Um, but I've also, um, I'm also a part of a, a, a team called Pounds of Cosplay and we're actually the exclusive cosplay repair team for New York Comic Con. So technically, we are guests for it, but we help the community over there in, at the Javits Center. Um, but I've also done other small cons that I would never go back to, nor have they ever redid that con since that time. But other than that, yeah, like I've done a couple of cons as a guest. Never guested at any cons. Never been, I don't know how. I don't even know how you become a guest at a con, but. I'm assuming that you have to like put in an application, right? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well, yeah. sometimes sometimes they reach out to you. It's a combination, yeah, okay. yeah, of reaching out, putting out a guest application. Ah, 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 ah. Well, I've never, I've never been a guest anywhere uh, like that. Um, but I feel like a guest at the last couple of cons because I'm the only person cosplaying Cyborg. So at com at, at San Diego Comic Con, at LA Comic Con, and at WonderCon. I think actually at WonderCon there was one other cyborg cosplayer, but all the other cons I've been to that I've worn cyborg, which is probably like three or four, I'm the only cyborg cosplayer. And I'm like, where are all the cyborg cosplayers at? Uh, so I feel like a celebrity. I feel like, you know, a guest, but like, you know, you get a standing ovation for cosplaying one character that nobody's cosplaying. So um, that feels kind of cool. I guess it's kind of like, Guessing, maybe. Oh, that con was in the gym. <laughs> I was reading the chat. Sorry about that. Um, That's too. <laughs> yeah. Someone said there was a convention in some kind of gym. Oh, okay. Right. What? <laughs> gym. Hmm. In the gym, like in a gymnasium. So, so yeah. So money, no money, not being an option. What's your dream build? Ugh. CJ. 
that's that's difficult, man. Uh, <laughs> um, like technically, uh, in 2023, I did my dream build. Um, I've been waiting. I've been uh, holding off for six years to do that build. Um, it's Sabotage from the CW Flash uh, series. It's so um, good. Uh, thanks, man. Um, how, how hard was that? Uh, like. Like I said, I've been preparing on what to do and how to do it for six years. So, like, the original build from the show, they had, like, a muscle suit base. Then they had a fabric suit over it. But then on the muscle suit base, they have lights that, that go from underneath. So all the lights can go underneath the metal plating. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, that's probably going to be super hot. And even though EVA foam is hot as is, but imagine wearing a muscle suit and, do it and having armor. Um, but I just did the full EVA foam route. Um, I actually got um, insight on what to do after my Atrocis build, um, the, Red, the Red Lantern leader from DC Comics, and um, that build gave me insight on how to do Savitar. And then just throughout the years, just planning and doing um, and doing whatever you need to do. And I think it came out good. I was happy with it. And uh, wore it on Saturday at New York Comic Con. So, no, I saw it. I, I like. I didn't. I didn't realize it was you. I, I just saw it. I just like freaked out. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." It's it's one of the craziest builds I've seen in person. Thanks, man. Yeah, because actually, this is the lightning bolt. One of the test prints for the lightning bolt for the chest um, emblem. And um, it's. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a fun build to do, and I'm happy it got a good reception at the con and people liked it. So. My dream build would be so. Have you seen Ever After? I want to do Danielle's Just Breathe ball gown dress. It's silver and oh. off the shoulders with the wings, and she's got like sparkly makeup. It's got just so much trim everywhere, and Lordy. it's going to be so expensive because of all the trim. And someday I thought I'm just gonna have to start gathering little bits and pieces of that trim because I'm never gonna be able to get it all at once. Oh, but it's going to be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So technically my dream cosplay I've 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 done, but not at a con yet. Uh is blank man. And Ooh. I haven't done it yet. Yes. Uh, partly because I want to do, I want to have another guy with me, which which uh, Swaggy's supposed to do at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if if there's a build, so the Urkel bot from Steve Urkel, <laughs> that that that's just that's up there for me. <laughs> robot, robot, and all the way con, you know, looking for a Laura, whatever. That would be uh, so perfect. <laughs> that that that's my dream right there. I'm looking at it right now. Let me see. <laughs> wow! I just have to remember what it looks like. That uh, memory unlocked. <laughs> memory unlocked. <laughs> That's it. That's so good. Peak. I've always wanted to do a um, a fully functional Batman costume, but I haven't found a 3D files for that yet. Hmm. Um. Well, being that I don't really create my suits but i do have like heavy input in what i do um have the makers make i'm actually currently um have my dream 
um, cosplay on me right now, which is the Venomized Mouse Morales outfit. Um, I debuted it at the end of December, and so far it's been doing um, positively right now on the internet because um, I've seen people do symbiont um, versions of mouse, but I don't see anybody doing the, the Disney XD version of um, Venomized Mouse Morales. So it's pretty cool that like I'm like the only one that's doing it at the moment. And the other cosplay is actually a DC cosplay is Batman Beyond. That's Ooh, my dream cosplays but i've got i've got that i've got that ready but not you're doing the um the spandex suit yes okay i got the armored one in in the vault waiting oh nice 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 um, i mean you've I got like 200 so i think you've hit okay honestly so I'm being I'm being so dead ass right now. My Pinterest is full of so whenever I have an idea or whenever I have a thing I want to do, I make a Pinterest for it and I get all the things for it in that Pinterest. I all of my cosplays start up here and they're seventy five percent of the cosplays are started and like completed in my brain and like the actual construction literally is like. 10% of like what actually happens in my in my brain because I'm a crazy mad scientist person. But um cyborg was that was that one, but I had like some bigger things that I want to do. I wanted to do um vulture from um Spider-Man. Um I had some Digimon cosplays because you know those things are extra crazy. Um uh I I want to redo some other stuff. I got some anime builds that are crazy and big, but I think if I would start with the villain, it would be, it would be Vulture. Just I don't know what it is about the wings, but I just want to do those huge. But I know they're gonna be huge they're, because I because this is the thing. I'm six five, right? And <laughs> when you like proportionizing things to your body, so like if a person has a weapon, if I make it the size it is for the character it's going to be like this big it's going to i'm going to be holding a little choppy stick but that means i have to like i just did a may may cosplay and i had to make it like extra extra big so it could like fit my body so those wings are going to be like 20 times bigger yeah. than what they got to be but i'm excited for it as a fellow big guy, I feel I feel you so hard on that right now. <laughs> like I'm six three, and yeah, yeah, I understand completely. You just because it, it won't look right. You'll be like oh exactly. God. It's all about proportions. Yeah. Or not even talk like about how expensive it is to be a tall cosplayer. You got to buy yes. more material. So yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. No, especially fabric is extremely expensive now, yeah. and it's like, well, this only takes five yards. I need six yards and a half, maybe seven, just in case I fuck up and need to do a little <laughs> thing. But this fabric yeah. costs twenty nine dollars a yard. I say get <laughs> eight for extra measure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Measure yeah. seventeen times, cut one. Oh. Well, Nixia, what's your what's your dream cosplay? 
Yeah, so um, technically I've already done my dream cosplay because, uh, as I mentioned before, Sylvanas Windrunner was my dream cosplay and she was my first armor build. So, like, she's the reason I got into cosplay in the first place because I really wanted to cosplay her and I couldn't afford to commission an armor build. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to do it myself, but I've never done it before. What do I do? Well, that's how I got into cosplay. Um, but if I could do it again i definitely would so i plan on redoing her eventually since i've leveled up my skills a little bit since then um and she has also a bunch of different models so i would just like to cosplay her in every version um and then i would also eventually like to cosplay something with wings such as lilith from diablo Ooh, that would be really yes. sick yeah. i think i think julia julia did that right you know Julia from uh Oh yeah. yes yeah yeah Julia yeah 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 she did she did yeah. and oh, she did an awesome job Yeah I was You are you are you in the Toronto area? Yeah 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 okay. I I talk to Julia sometimes actually I, I yeah we well we have to meet at the next con Yes for sure Definitely Nemo what's yours Um I actually already technically did it as well um it's uh Ronan the accuser um i actually in 2018 when i was getting started i attempted to build him um but i gave up after a little bit because it was really difficult bro i think um, it that came off so nice though yeah it really good. yeah so it's so good it is. thank you it was um so good like last year i was like burnt out from namor so i need to do something different and i was like you know what i have the skills i know a lot now so i attempted ronin i did him for WonderCon. Um, and that was really exciting. And then I brought him to San Diego and I won the Marvel cosplay contest with him. So that nice. was kind of cathartic just to um, nice. be like the full circle moment. And I just did some updates for LA Comic Con, which I'm really proud of. Um, but yeah, he's probably just like, just like, you know, I did everything. I did learn my own makeup and um, felt like I kind of satisfied the, you know, giving up in 2018. And I was like, I could do it now. Um, but I also got to agree with the wings that everyone's saying is I want to, my next dream is to do Annihilus from the comics, you know, Marvel comics. He's a, he's a big villain. Um, he does like, oh, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. one. Like in fantastic four, but he's also did annihilation as one of my favorite comic book storylines of all time. Mm -hmm. It Nova. Um, we've also cosplayed and I thought it'd be really cool if I could do Annihilus and then also have like a shoot where like I edit like um, my Annihilus and then my Nova at the same time. I think that'd be really cool to be the hero and the villain. So um, we'll see. But that makes some giant wings as well because I'm also 6'3". So yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be knocking people out of the way conventions. So yeah. Hapo, what, what do you have? What do you want to do? I feel like everybody's super tall here. I'm like five two over here. <laughs> um, I mean, it might be a little simplistic. There's like a couple answers, but um, I've always wanted to do Sailor Mars. Um, I just enjoy, you know, grew up with the series, and just feel like she's cute, and I love her. So, um, I think she would be fun. And then I guess a big goal that I have is I already said I love Katana, like cosplaying her. I just feel like she has a really strong character and she has fun props. And my goal is to, like, I put together, uh, like, a 
costume for her, but I just would want to like create more from like scratch, more of a more tailored outfit for me in the mm. future. You can get someone to do a, a, a commission for you easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, still kind of planning it out, so we'll see. Hmm. Fair enough. What's your dream cosplay? Um, so I actually want to uh, redo my Xena cosplay, so it'll be my third Xena. Um, I want to make her out of real leather and make all of the armor out of like a flexible polyurethane. Mm -hmm. which I haven't actually done that yet. So that would be skill building for sure. Um, and then you guys are talking about wings. I also have a wing cosplay, which is uh, Grace from Soulfire. And her wings are like double iridescent dragonfly. And I want them to open up. And I haven't figured out how to do that because she's very skimpy. So like harness work wouldn't really work so it's more of a technical it. thing than money thing for me implants yeah I'm looking there at, you go yeah i'm looking at looking at the character is this the character here where's my, my father uh yeah oh, okay yeah the wings are very uh they stick straight out It'd be hard to do well yeah i think you could do it eventually Put your mind to it, you'll, you'll, you'll get to it. Yeah. Definitely. Practice, progress, time, and money, right? Yeah. Yeah, as you guys were talking about yours, I was actually thinking about it. Like, I just looked at my cosplay wall because I literally forgot about it. Um, I actually would love to do a reiteration of uh, my anti venom. Like beefy and bulky because yeah. back in 2018 I actually did one um and I didn't like it and I love anti-venom so I think maybe maybe next year I'll probably get to do that one. That'll be awesome. Nice. Nice. All right, I have some questions. Um I think Happ will be able to help out with this one too. Uh for a lot of people um doing cosplay shoots and this is more for like safety um what advice would you give when you're shooting with a new photographer or someone you don't really know bring a friend literally had a cosplayer that i met at dreamhack um they're younger um and they were like hey somebody approached us and approached me to do a cosplay thing met them at a whatever they seem really cool you know this that and the other but do you think i should what do you think i should do i've never i've never i don't know they're inviting me to this studio to shoot there so what should i do i don't know i was like well one bring a friend <laughs> if you're not sure bring a friend be uh trust your gut um because there are really cool people out there and there are also not very cool people out there and not everybody has the luxury of being mm -hmm. six foot five and two hundred and you 93 pounds i mean although still depending on who whoever you are still be careful because you never know but like those situations can be very dangerous always bring a friend always let somebody know where you're gonna be and how long you're gonna be there so if you go over time they can be like hey just checking up on you you know you say you're gonna be done at this time so they can 
come to the spot and you know you just want to make sure that you have things in place and make sure this other person knows that people know where you're at you know what i mean as a deterrent not to say that they are going to be that person but you just want to make sure you know yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was no, 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 I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I was, uh, I was just gonna mention, um, also asking around the community for references. Um, so mm -hmm. like, if I'm gonna be working with a new person, usually I'll check a look at their mm -hmm. feed, see who I know that they have worked with, also, and I'll just message a couple people, being like, hey, did you have a good experience working with this person? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's just very important since I've been modeling a while just any kind of modeling, uh, you just want to really vet your photographer, um, like you research on them, reach out to people who have references. I mean, first of all, look at their work, you know, you can pretty much tell if it's a legitimate photographer or not. Um, I guess I've had a lot of guidance because I'm dating a photographer, so he kind of like, has always helped guide me and, you know, there's, you know, some people aren't great out there. I mean, there's a lot of good people, but I just you always have to be careful. Especially check their portfolio. Oh, this is more of a concern for me because I'm more of a like plus size uh, cosplayer. So I usually look at their portfolio to see if they are taking pictures of people like me or if they're going to treat people like me well, if they're yeah. going to have a bunch of different people or if they only have this one specific set of person. I mean, you all have covered a lot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, what I want to piggyback off on what everybody said, um, it's important to check people's portfolio research, bring a friend. Um, that friend, you can use them as the behind the scene person so that way they don't feel completely left out. They can actually be involved in the shoot where they're filming what's happening during the shoot. Um, another thing I would suggest is um, also um, if you're new with photographers, don't let the photographer 100% control over whatever it is that your vision is. I say have some type of input. Make sure your voice is being heard. Yes, they're making suggestions about how they want things to be or whatever, but you are also the director and not just the actor. So give some type of input in whatever it is that you're presenting with your pictures. Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, especially when you're collaborating, um, it's important that you both have like equal parts to the vision and the final product. It's a little different when like one person reaches out or somebody else does, or like a photographer, if somebody has a specific vision that they want to bring to life, then it's it gets a little like uh, murky with like who pays who, but in general with collaborations, I agree, like you should both have a voice in your vision. And know that your no is important. Like you can leave. No photo session is going to be more important than if you feel super, super uncomfortable. You yeah. are the most important. I would say also um, be okay with speaking up. I've gotten better at that myself, um, mm -hmm. especially because I work with kind of mostly the same photographer now. Um, but um, if, especially if you're paying for a shoot, um, like make sure you're just yeah. checking you're getting exactly what you want out of it and they'd be like well I don't want to like trouble them but it's like no I'm paying you and yeah. this is what I want out of it like don't be like an asshole about it but just like if you don't like an angle or you don't like what they're doing and you want to tell them what to do like in a nice way a constructive creative way that's the best way to do it because I know 
I'm not wasting my money on something I'm not gonna like you're going through your pictures like oh, like crap crap oh that one's okay you know, like yeah <laughs> to piggyback sure. off of that another good idea would be to kind of like either talk on the phone or like have a zoom like just mm. a little meeting with the photographer ahead of time so that you guys are on the same page then you can kind of like feel somebody out too um and they should be willing to do that especially if you are the one paying yeah mm -hmm. and uh, uh, yeah um so sometimes um like i just i just have a uh my photographer who just did my um my green lantern photos he's a friend of a friend and we've become like friends now and he's doing this for free because he's like hey i really want to be involved i really want to work with you and in those situations there'll be people that are like hey i would like to work with you and and you're not paying money but also um i know it can be kind of weird or like well i'm not paying so that means that i have to do these things you still have an option to be like hey this doesn't make me feel comfortable or this you know because sometimes you're like well they're doing me a solid so that means i have to do these things which is not true you know because they are also making a choice now it's great if you have that kind of relationship to be like hey i'm doing this we're doing this you know i'll bring you some food or bring you a drink or bring you a whatever to try to offset but ultimately they are also making that choice especially if they're a professional a professional photographer or you know a photographer who you know is paying for you know have usually has their time paid for so don't feel too bad you know that that is happening you know what I mean? Because I can get kind has, of muddled. Has any, had anyone ha heard this before? A photographer said this before? A talk told me he uh, did not know how to shoot me because of my skin color when I first started back in 2011. Not, not anyone told me that, but I know there are definitely photographers that don't just because they no, don't that won't shoot people. you. That won't shoot that you. Won't sh oh, yeah, no. I asked them. I don't, I don't, I'm, I have to be really like, I try not to be, you know, because I scare people a little bit because I'm kind of big. But but I'm like, they're like, I love your costume. Or can we shoot? I'm like, that's cool. Can you shoot people of color? Have you shot people of color? And how many of people of color have you shot? Um, and if I'm in a group where everybody else is like lighter toned than I am, I'm still asking, do you know how to shoot people of color in a group of people who are, who are fair skinned? Because... I will come out looking like one of these blacked out squares <laughs> if I'm shooting. If you don't, if you don't uh, understand how that works, like right next to each other, right? You have all these colors from our costumes. Then you have our skin tones. And depending on where I'm at in the photo, and usually I'm tall, so I'm in the back. I'm gonna look really dark, and they're gonna look really washed out because of our tones being so opposite. You know, mm. so it's like you gotta. I gotta ask these questions now because also I'm not wasting our time or your time. You know what I mean? It's just something that I think it's okay to do. But I've heard I've heard it. I've heard it, or you could see it. And sometimes it's a nice way, like, hey, I really don't, and that's okay. We can still try. And then there's times that weren't so great. You know, they were kind of crappy, and you're just like, oh, okay, well, whatever, you know. Yeah, it's very important to piggyback over what you said. It's very important to actually have that conversation because, you know, me, um, I'm more of a light skin tone, but you have to keep in mind, you know, a particular color um, 
you may look reddish in pictures or dark. Me, I'm fortunate to be wearing masks, but I'm also a person that I don't want to always take pictures wearing my mask. Sometimes I do want to show my face in my cosplay. And, you know, it's good to have these conversations to let them know in advance, hey, how do you adjust your lighting? Um, is there a way to be able to edit this a certain way? You know, look at some of their um, portfolio at other cosplayers that may look like you and see if they are able to, um, you know, give you whatever it is that you ask for. You know, if you're paying for it, obviously you want to get your money's worth. Um, me, I have been fortunate to work with a lot of photographers um, for free because they've been, you know, very um, helpful to me. And I also have been helpful to them in return to give them exposure. Um, I have done paid shoots, but you know, to the people that do allow you to do it for free or whatever, have that good business relationship, but also never let them overstep the boundaries. You want to treat them the same way you would if it was a paid shoot, in my yeah. opinion. Makes sense. Um, now, out of the uh, photography, um, convention-wise, uh, <laughs> what are the boundaries that you guys set at conventions? For for patrons and cosplayers alike, like I mean, is there certain? How do you go about telling a, a, a cosplayer like, "Don't touch me"? You know, how, like, how do you guys set those boundaries? Or establish those like, boundaries at conventions? Um, I'd like to say, um, not the touching thing, but the boundary wise, I got. I was very proud of myself at LA Comic Con um, because you know usually like you get a cosplay and like you want people to take photos, but people ask for photos and you're just like you just say yes because you're just there even though you're tired but at la comic-con i was like really tired as ronan that day and I, people were asking for photos i was just like no and i gotta say i was just very proud that i was i've become more about saying no to stuff if i'm like exhausted or you know because you gotta do a pose and it's like i don't want to make a pose right now i'm tired man like even if I, you're I, both cosplay mm -hmm. so i, I think i was like like one time i was like just walking home and they're just like oh can i get a photo i was like half my things unzip bro like no no <laughs> what are you yeah, gonna do say, <laughs> i think i remember one of the, uh, at the end of that because you were like i think you you were like can you just unzip me can you like, like yeah me? oh yeah i was yeah you were there they were like can i get a photo I was like do you see what he's doing like <laughs> like <laughs> like do you guys think there's a, a better understanding a better understanding amongst cosplayers um rather than the general public yes yes yeah yeah absolutely and and if i'm with a friend like i've been with friends like like myself i normally i'll be tired and i'll still you know take a photo but there are times where you you've been with a friend all day you can tell that they're just exhausted mm -hmm. and i like i'm sorry i'm gonna say no for them because i know they want to yeah. but they're not going to do it mm -hmm. politely politely like politely. hey sorry we gotta go hey sorry we're right, actually on our way somewhere over here. like you know yeah. sorry maybe catch us later at the at the gathering or something but you gotta draw that line hard especially when when you when you're this one niche thing and everybody's like yes and you're like no i cannot yeah. i have to take this off i'm hurting i'm tired my feet hurt and i also I'm, i know i'm not gonna take a good picture and i'm not gonna have a bunch of raggedy pictures floating around in the internet <laughs> like looking all crotchety you know what i mean I, I do. Myself. I do have to tell people. Some people, when some people will 
ask for a photo and you're like one second let me get ready let me get together and they're already you're like wait i'm like <laughs> right. you're gonna get your photo but just wait until i have everything in my cosplay on relax yeah. It's yeah. crazy how some people can't wait. It's like, what? Like, literally, people were getting annoyed. I'm like, do you not see how many people, like, that's something that I think I can be better at. Obviously, I'd only gone to one Comic Con and it was a fairly big one. Um, so, yeah, after like seven hours, I was exhausted. I couldn't even walk anymore because I had worn heels. Like, what kind of idea was that? Um, but, like, I was just taking photos like constantly all day and I had been. Uh, I did, I collaborated with a pretty big YouTuber while I was there. So, like, I only, I started setting boundaries. Like, as I was, like, leaving, so I, like, people were, like, I was, like, I need to eat something. <laughs> it got to the point where I was, like, legit hangry and, like, couldn't walk. So, I think I get better at setting those boundaries next time. I actually thought the whole, like, eating thing was just kind of, like, people being dramatic online. But then I actually experienced yeah, it. I was up against a wall. I was Nova, my helmet, my bracers, and my boots were all off. And I was sitting eating chicken nuggets. And they're like, can I get a photo for Nova? I was like, no. I have a mouthful of food. Like, and all my shit's not off of me right now. What do you think's going to happen? Like, right. That's kind of funny. I feel like it's like social cues and self awareness, too. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there's been a bunch of times, uh, like, some of my friends are like eating at near Comic Con or something. And there's literally someone going up to them as they're eating. Oh, can I take a picture of you? They're like, well, I'm eating and I'm half, like my cosplay's half off. They just take it anyway. They don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, what's the I, whole I point? Feel now, I feel now, especially with TikTok and YouTube shorts and stuff like that, uh, people taking um, videos of you doing stuff like that is kind of more, like here's Adam Warlock having a slice of pizza. You know what I mean? It's, it's 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 the chances of you being videotaped or, or 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 taking a photo of when you're doing something obscure or or, or normal is it's gonna happen. Although I don't eat in costume makeup, so that's always a struggle. Yeah, I don't eat at all at conventions. I know it's crazy, but you know, <laughs> no, I, part of it too. Part of it for two reasons. One, um, you know, I wear a mask all day. Um, another thing is. Um, it's expensive as hell buying food at conventions. So it's like, <laughs> I'd rather just pack, I'd rather just pack lunch and then eat when the event is over. Or um, I have had moments where a photographer, I think this happened like maybe two or three times where they see that my mask is off and everything or whatever. I'm like, wait, let, let, let me just get set up or whatever. Let me catch a breather because it ain't easy wearing these masks, especially being Deadpool. It's like one of my hardest cosplays to wear. And you had to like, let people know because they will try to do a sneak in. They're like, like, definitely. The funny thing about mass cosplayers is you can't, um, you can't like act like that. We can't see what's going on. Like I pay attention to everything. You think just because I have a mask on the lens, you can't see my eyes moving or whatever. I watch everything that people do around me. So I will intentionally pose for you in a sarcastic way. If you're about to take a picture with me without my consent, so sometimes the body language is enough. I'll give like the resting bitch face or turn away, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> I will do this to you. Yeah, but that, that's what they want. Yeah, it, it is not in character. <laughs> I will say for the candid hey, um, photos, candid photos are nice. 
but generally it's people that I know that know me right that taking the candy yes. Yes. yes 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 um Farron's been quite um I know she's been frozen here but <laughs> I, tried, I tried to unfreeze it didn't work let it go yeah you've been quiet so you can time in um I mean I agree with every you know everything that everyone's been saying I don't want to, you know, complain about people taking inappropriate photos, but um, you get the directors too that are like, oh, do this pose. Oh, do that pose. You know, and it's like, dude, I'm going to be late for my table, you know, like, but I mean, I, I've been fairly fortunate. I think um, there's not a whole lot of, I feel, I feel like the more, people cosplay, the more cosplayers that there are, the more considerate they are because they, they're in that position. So I feel like it's definitely getting better between people that are in cosplay. I agree. And I was actually just thinking about this. I think conventions have also become a little bit more aware of it. Like at recent mm -hmm. conventions that I've been to, I sometimes will see signs like big signs that say cosplay yeah. is not consent or, you know, ask permission right. before photographing a cosplayer. Um, so I think the awareness goes a long way. And recently um, I've, I've had pretty good experiences. Although there was one time when I was putting on my Alex Straza at the beginning of a convention and I was just like so disheveled and messy looking. So that kind of sucked having people coming up being like, hey, can I take a picture of you while you're getting dressed? Like, that's kind of weird. Um, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, yeah, but it's, I think it's um, been getting a little bit better because of the awareness that's being built up. Mm -hmm. Side note, uh, shout out to the mutual in the chat. Give them a little. Yes. Um, Flex it Felix cosplay. Um, amazing cosplayer. Uh, was my Beast Boy for um, San Diego Comic-Con. So if you saw Beast Boy in his red and white um, outfit, that was, that was that Beast Boy. Amazing. Amazing cosplayer. Also, San Diego Comic Con, me and some other friends, other cosplayers went to a nightclub and did the costume contest and we all we won four hundred bucks. Oh nice. If you Pretty if rad. you drank that that covers the drinks for the night. Right. Oh yeah, no, we all got like fifty bucks, I think. That's <laughs> cute. It was a, it was it was and and drink tickets. It was pretty rad. So I had um I had uh, uh Jody Brosis on the podcast a while back. And we were talking about the, or Cassandra and her were talking about the touching. Because um, when you are taking photos, I guess, with people that probably aren't cosplayers or, or, or regular attendees at the con, they do try to like, or think they can put their arm around you without asking, or you know what I mean? Like, not inappropriately touching, but I feel like you might, it might come across as inappropriate to some cosplayers, right? Mm -hmm. So um, how do you guys like deal with that if someone's like, oh, can I hug? For, for for male and female cosplayers, how do you guys do that? Oh, can you lift me up, or can you can you do this? Something they're not comfortable doing. I feel that. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Um, I feel like um, it's always good to you know 
ask before you do something or whatever. Um, I respect a lot of people that ask me beforehand. Um, I, I walk around with a, a plush doll cat for my Spider-Man costume. And everybody's always asking me, can I pet your cat? Like, can I pet your cat? I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know, and they just pet the cat, whatever. If I'm Deadpool and they want me to do something ridiculously crazy, they always ask in advance before I do something with them. So, you know, because, you know, sometimes certain Deadpool cosplayers, they do get a little carried away. I personally don't overstep my boundaries with, um, you know, the merch with the mouth. But it's always good to ask for permission before you do something. I was going to say, there's this weird thing people have an issue with, like, they always want to touch my Infinity Stone and my uh, my hammer. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, they're just like, don't touch that. It's like, it's super glue and it's like going to stay, but don't, don't touch it. Like, you want to feel the power, you know? I know. I was like, hey. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's so cool. I was like, don't touch it. <laughs> and I, I'm not like, nice, of, I'm not like mean about it, but it's like, I'm very hurt about it. Like, no. It's like, no, I don't want to you asked me. I saw you at the con and immediately went to touch the stone. <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> don't do it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I couldn't. Help you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just so nervous about it, you know. <laughs> but people do try to touch some like cosplay armor, and it's like you just got to be sure, like, hey, just don't touch that. Like, um, because you get so nervous. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Like, um, I think it was uh, back in 2022. Um, it was on Saturday in New York Comic Con, and I was. It was uh, the first time I wore uh, my Red Lantern Atrocitus build, and um, and because also that was a very last minute build. That was, and that was my very first time wearing it, so it was my cause test, and also I was competing at the championships of cosplay that night. So yeah. it was fully last minute everything. And so there's some people I'm walking around the floor. Some people ask me, like, oh, can I touch the, like it was it made out of could I touch it? I'm like, sure, maybe they'll like just whatever. Mm -hmm. there, there's someone that literally was like, Can I touch it? Yeah, sure. And just smacked it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, why are you smacking it? I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, and then I told him just I, I told him politely, please go away, or I just turned around and walked away. <laughs> and I was like so mad, but it's whatever. Um, I think in Cyborg, people have asked me to pick them up. No. <laughs> no. Now, I don't think people really understand. Because I know for like female presenting cosplayers and female cosplayers and the tiny petite cosplayers or anybody on the you know, female spectrum of cosplayers there they are people like to you know touch them and put their hands on places and you're just like please stop right and usually if i'm there i'm like don't do that and they're like oh okay because i don't have that issue when it comes to most people actually have the opposite issue I have, uh, most people are kind of intimidated by my height or whatever other things that they could think of or feel. So I have to kind of be a little, I try to be a little bit more welcoming to get people to take photos with me. Kids like taking photos with me. I will say that they're never afraid. Um, but it's usually like you're a cyborg. Can I get on your back? No, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't move in this cosplay. No. And I'm not going to have you jump on my back, put your claws underneath my 
thing and like rip it. I can't. I can't do it. I was like, no, that's not. That's not gonna happen. You. <laughs> it's a. It's a no for me, dog. Like, uh, bringing your scary dog does help. Like I bring my partner to cons, yeah. and if they see my taller partner next to me, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me next time. My boyfriend's like six foot tall. I'm like five two. I'm like, please come with me. Yeah, you kind of, uh, that, that, that's good advice to kind of bring a, bring a handler if you do have one. Yeah. yeah. Intimidating one too. <laughs> or just hire a bodyguard. Too. You know what I mean? Sometimes with other cosplayers, because there are some cosplayers who are, who kind of, they, they, you know, that's not, if they're new cosplayers, they feel like that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to have people all up in their space because, well, I do have this cosplay on. I do. People just want to, you know, take a photo with me. They just want to, they just want to. And then I have to be like, hey, move your hand. And they're like, oh, my bad. And they're like, you could see it on their face. They're like, oh, thank you. You know, you got to, sometimes you got to help your, help your fellow cosplayers out. Hey, that's going to come off. Don't pull on that or don't touch that or move your hand or, you know, put them down. (laughs) Yeah, pair up with, make all your quiet people pair up with a taller, bigger, louder person. Mm -hmm. Buddy system always works. Uh, Chris, you have any questions? Uh, okay. Uh, how about a weird or funny con moment? Mm. I okay, got yeah. one. So you go first. Okay. So we were I was doing a group with a bunch of gals that did Rococo princesses, and we were like, oh, we kept getting stopped for photos because it looked epic, absolutely. So we went off into this like little side area of the con and we're like posing and who comes out, but what is his name from the princess bride, the inconceivable guy. And he goes, you guys look amazing. And then we're like, you're amazing. We love you. Why? It was just the coolest moment of like, Hello, we did not mean to intrude on you coming in and out of the guest uh, area, but hi. That was so cool. That's cool. Um, like for me, um, for uh, for 2023, I was in my Savitar suit and um, I was walking like the Javits Center. If you guys have never been to New York Comic Con, it's four floors of just wow. Comic Con. And and Cosplay Central was all the way on the top floor. So I had to take the elevator to go onto the different floors. And I was going to I think I was going on to the second floor. And we when I get out of the elevator, I'm with my friend. He's recording me like doing behind the scenes videos or whatever. And we see just a random mop and bucket. Just it's it's empty. There's no water in it. And so my friend's like, we gotta do something real quick. I'm like, what's up? Grab the mop in your suit and pretend like you're cleaning. <laughs> and I'm like, um, okay. So I'm literally as Avatar mopping just back and forth. And then he's like, okay, act like you're pissed and you're t- tired of this. 
throw them up on the floor, and as you're walking by, kick the bucket to the side. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that was a good moment. It was funny. I have one. Um, so at Anime North, um, there. so I was there as Sylvanas, and all day, I did not see a single other World of Warcraft cosplayer. And that made me pretty sad. But just as I was walking back to my car out of the parking lot area, I saw the Lich King. And it was an awesome Lich King, like so good, like masked up and everything. And we both just immediately locked eyes and immediately <laughs> went into dual mode. We were like, I challenge you. And then everyone was like taking photos and we were vibing and it was it was a nice moment. <laughs> I have a funny moment. It's not really a convention moment. It's more of a car show that featured cosplay. So I was um, guested as um, Deadpool, and one of my friends had a malfunction as Spider-Man, where he was actually stuck in the suit. I'm not sure if you guys seen like memes where what would happen if you lose the zipper of the Spider-Man suit. <laughs> so he was legit stuck in his Spider-Man suit. So we go to the bathroom, and I'm dressed up as Deadpool. He's dressed up as Spider-Man. So guys come in the bathroom, and I'm over here intentionally in character as Deadpool, like making noises and stuff. And people are thinking we're doing something in the stall. And then I come out and I'm like, oh, hello there. Hi, Deadpool here. Um, I'm just trying to take off Spider-Man's clothes and I'll be on my way. <laughs> and, then, and I just, and then the guy's just like, what? <laughs> oh man, can't make this up. Uh, Lorenzo, was it you that had a photo with Tom, Tom Holland? Um, yes, I did. Was that Ooh. this year? Was that last year? That was 2023. So should I give the story about that? <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for you to say that was your most memorable moment. <laughs> oh, Man. oh, because I, I thought you was asking about um funniest moment. So memorable oh, moment. Yeah, memorable moment was Tom Holland. Yes. So, um, my vision to meet Tom Holland was to always be at a convention, right? But um, unfortunately, I missed out on Tom Holland's um, meet and greets at conventions. So I have a friend that um, works in, in New York and he actually um, was in an area where Tom was filming, filming a show. And he told me where Tom was at and then I came dressed up as Miles Morales. So my heart stopped when Tom Holland's brother came out. That's how I knew Tom was nearby. So when I saw Tom Holland, he comes up to me and was like, whoa, that's a real cool suit. You know, did you see the Spider-Verse movie? And I was waiting for him to spoil the movie for me because, you know, Tom Holland is known yes. for not Boy, keeping his mouth shut. So I'm thinking he's implying at the time, I'm thinking he's implying he's in the movie, like, you know, one of the Spider characters. So he goes to tell me, he's like, Oh, I hope one day we get a live action Miles Morales. And he's like, oh, do you want to take a picture? I was like, of course, man. I, I came dressed up as Spider-Man for you. So we go and take the picture. And it was just only me and this girl. And I was so happy there was no crowd there. That's crazy. <laughs> I was so nice. happy. So when Tom is like signing um like this girl's Funko Pop, Tom is signing all three of her um Spider-Man, like you know, Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire. He's signing across and she's like, I only asked you to sign right in the middle with your Funko Pop. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like talking to me, signing. 
I'm like, this that's guy. <laughs> so she's like looking at the phone group. I'm like, damn, I got three signatures of Tom Holland on all three Spider-Man. And he's over here marking out over my Miles Morales suit. So anybody that visits my page, you will see that's the very first picture I pinned to my page. You know, that's my moment. That's my moment right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite moments was um, at LA Comic Con last year, or I don't actually. Yes, no, yes, yes, LA Comic Con, and um, I was in Cyborg. It was the first time I had worn it, I believe, or second time I had worn it, something like that, and. I was walking by and there was a little there was a little Robin that wanted to take a photo with me and it was really cool. I had pictures and stuff. And this guy walks behind me and, and I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he goes, Hey, I love your cosplay. You're probably gonna hate me though, because I I wrote uh Teen Titans Go. <laughs> and I was like, you're right i do hate you but also that's super great it was so funny he was like i love your costume it's so great but i also ruined your child <laughs> uh yeah i was like why did you do this to me but also this is really awesome it's really fun cool it's like your, your costume is so great i was like amazing moment it was a really dumb moment that's awesome um, um Actually, um, before we continue, I actually found the clip of the mop scene. So I'll just put my phone at the the, at the uh, camera real quick. Oh. That's <laughs> funny. That suit is wild. That suit is no, wild. Suit is, suit is sick. That yeah. suit is wild. Whoa. There's about four hundred dollars worth of LEDs in that suit, <laughs> and uh, it's I. There, are, there are actually are RGB. The, the RGB ones you put behind the TV, and mm -hmm. they're everywhere. They're in the midsection. They're in the all over the back and the helmet, biceps, chat, uh, thighs, shoes, everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hit you up. Uh, did you did you like solder them? I had to cut them the length and then resolder the connections. Oh, yeah, I definitely we got to have a conversation. Me, you, Namor, uh, all we got to have a little powwow. Listen, we all, we follow each thing. other now, so we'll, we'll yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a little cosplay corner thing. Yeah. Uh, Namor, any uh, memorable moments? Yeah, um, I think I said it before, but I won the Marvel cosplay contest as Ronan, which is really exciting. Um, but what was actually what might have was even better. It was right after the contest is we, I walked down and then in the Marvel booth there, this at first it was kind of weird because this woman comes up to me and she's like, I've seen this before. I've touched this before. And she's like, it's my costume. I was like, okay, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, I work, um, she's like, I, I work in the costume warehouse for like Marvel. She doesn't like work on the costumes, but like she does like all the setups for like the Marvel booth and like mm -hmm. um, with all the costumes they put on display. But she was like, yeah, it's like I've, I've worked with the Ronin costume before. And I was like, if you didn't tell me like this was a cosplay, like I would think this is the real thing. Like, yeah, like, and it was, That's it was really exciting. Wow. And then like, yeah. I kind of got into like a conversation. I was like, oh, it's so, like, how does this, I was like, I'm working on Adam Warlock. Like, how does this costume, how does he get into it? Like, so we were just, just kind of yes. 
all the all the tea. I was like, yeah. how do they get the Eternals costumes? They don't make any sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I wish I got her email. I, I probably should have asked for it. So, so annoying. Oh, but that was a that was a cool moment because I just one then like this lady says like it looks like the real thing. So, um, Lee Pace needs to make a an appearance so I can get the full Trinity. So. Mm, yes. Papa. What's your most memorable moment of 2023? Um, well, it's limited to one con, so um, again, I mean, a similar experience. Uh, when I said it was really cool, like I didn't see any other katanas like the couple of days that I was there, and it's a large con, um, or anyone else from Royal Combat until like the last day I was there toward the end. We saw Chun Li, and we were just like, you know, had that like famous laugh, and we we're like. And then we like kind of just like started like posing and like people were taking photos and it was a cool moment. Um, but honestly, like just to be general about it, like I said, that's the whole experience. Again, it was my first experience, my only experience, but it was literally amazing. Like I was very nervous going. Um, obviously, you know, I'm like my what I put together was like very simple. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, who am I doing? Like, what am I doing here? Like, do I even know what I'm doing? And it was just met with such receptiveness. And like, people were like, oh my God, Kitana, like, I love your, and I'm just kind of like, really? Okay, cool. Like, people appreciate like the effort. And I don't know, it was just a really great time. It felt really good to be there. Saren. Yes. What was your most memorable moment? 2023? 2023. Um, I honestly did not go to a whole lot of conventions in 2023 because I was in the middle of packing up my house and moving three states away. Mm. Um, but I mean, I, I love Gen Con and I know it's not a very cosplay heavy convention, but um, I, I made an orc OC that I was really proud of and it has a lot of details and nobody recognizes the character because it's a, an original character, but I just had so much fun wearing it and the reception was really great at that convention. So nice. For me, I think one of my favorite moments uh, has to do with Chris actually. Um, was actually waiting in the line to 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 talk to Jesse T. Usher from the boys. Um but they were in the uh celebrity section and I'm like, I gotta I gotta go talk to him and show him Chris's but Chris he already knew who you were. Um he said, Yeah, I I, I follow him on uh, Instagram and whatnot. Um that was a cool moment. Uh you know the handle the, the people who handled that section? The con the con uh employees? They were trying to get me out, but we were actually talking for quite some time, so it was pretty cool. And then we no, got Black that... Noir. We had Black Noir come by the booth as well when he was hanging out at the booth. Dude, that was awesome because he sent me a video. He, he he made a video for me, and honestly, that day was like a really hard day for me. So like, when I got that video, I was like legitimately like almost on tear to, to tears, man. Like, I was struggling with something, and that video literally made my day. Yeah, it was super. It was a super cool moment. That's awesome. And also, who doesn't love the boys? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably one of my top moments for, for 2023. Um, the premieres and stuff aside, it's like, yeah, but that was a personal moment. And it was like a it was nice that he actually took the time to sit and talk and you know, I wasn't paying for an autograph or anything like that. So it was it was a nice saw, spoke to his dad and spoke to him. It was it was pretty nice. Uh my moment would probably be well a funny moment so uh i think i posted a video a few weeks ago at dragon con wednesday is day zero now whatever is like insane so i i saw these people that were there so i decided to, to pull up and i threw on this cosplay and it was a version it was a, it was the evening it was there was this guy i was talking with a couple people and then this one guy we end up having a conversation he looks at me he's like dude Mind you, I'm wearing this. He says, dude, you should cosplay A-Train. And I thought he was messing with me. I really thought he was messing with me. I was like, I look, I look at like my friends. I was like, did you, like, did y'all put him up to that? Like, I'm, I'm confused. I, I feel like I'm getting punked. And he goes on, like, he's, he's like, continues. Like, I was like, he's like, I, I, don't, I just think you would make a really good A-Train. I'm just like, I was like, maybe I point to him and I was like, maybe it's Inception, man, like Inception. And he, it was totally went over his head. We had a totally separate conversation. Like, oh, then my friend pulls out his phone and shows him like a, a picture of me in the other A train suit. And he's like, I knew it, I knew it. And I was just like looking at him like this is this is crazy. And and like we have a whole separate conversation for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then he just like pauses. He's like, Oh shit, your dress is A train right now. And I was I almost died. <laughs> like I almost passed out on the ground of laughter. <laughs> I really thought I was being punk this whole time, but he was serious. <laughs> oh, let's see what we got here. Um, advice for anyone who's trying to get into the cosplay community or, or is thinking about joining the cosplay community. Um. We'll start with CJ, I guess. Um, uh, to join the community, um, uh, like when I joined the community, like, like for example, like when I joined the community, I joined the community after I watched the first Iron Man movie back in oh back in oh nine. I think it came out no eight, but I saw it like a year later. Um, like I, because of that fandom, like fandoms itself can bring you into any community, even cosplay. Um, but uh, but yeah, like to join the cosplay community, like yeah, have an open mind. Um, and uh, it's kind of like, yeah, it's pretty much it. Like for for me at least, have an open mind to it because anything could really happen. Dixie, yeah. So if you're going to start into the cosplay community, there's a lot that you can do. You can go to like different thrift stores and pick up different pieces of clothing that can be put together to make a simple outfit. If that's something that you um, want to do, if you have sewing skills, awesome. There's so many tutorials online or different people that you can connect with that will help you improve those skills because ball gowns are not made overnight. You will have to have years and years of practice doing that. But I think the biggest thing that I can say is 
do the characters that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't I mean I've got sucked in I've been cosplay for 10 years I got sick, sucked in for a while to doing characters that I didn't really want to do but like friends were doing it and I'm like I was losing some motivation for a bit and I was like ah uh. but then once I started doing more of my pet po- projects my personal projects I'm like oh this is this is what I really love it's giving me motivation. Other people can see that genuineness behind your cosplays. Do what you want, no matter how weird it is. I did Mega Mind, the bald head, oh the God. blue body paint. It was totally weird, but everyone loved it because it was what I wanted to do. I love that. Uh, so for me, I would say just do it and don't compare yourself to other people uh that's i think that's the one of the biggest mistakes you're just starting out you don't you don't really know a lot and you may just buy something and you may feel like oh i don't look as good or what just have fun like go and have fun try to make friends uh and yeah don't compare yourself to other people and do yeah say do characters that you identify with that are like favorites for you mm-hmm. I'll piggyback off of what uh what Chris is saying. Um, uh, don't be afraid to reach out to people within the community as well. I feel like a lot of these big cosplayers might not respond to your DMs, and that's not because they don't want to. I feel like maybe they get swamped. But there are very talented people within the community that are willing to help you. Um, my answer was actually quite similar to what Chris said. Um, to piggyback off from what he said, um, when you're starting in this community, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Um, the point as a cosplayer is to take that fandom that you enjoy, that you're passionate about, and make it to your likeness. So, you know, he does A-Train. Somebody else could probably do A-Train, but don't compare your A-Train to his A-Train. That's his A-Train, and that's his character, and that's to his likeness. And that could be personality, suit, however way he, you know, add his little flair to it. You know, I know he does... Um, um, a spider punk mouse and you know he had his spin on it um i do a mouse morales as well and i have my own spin on it so you know make it to your likeness don't compare yourself to the next person and take that leap of faith i know that sounds so cheesy <laughs> take that leap of faith and just go out there and do you know what makes you happy and it actually will show because if you are genuinely happy with what you're doing, it shows the results show in your cosplays mm-hmm. with whatever it is that you do it. Because now you're no longer trying to be in competition with the next person, try to outdo the next person, feel out of place. Like, Oh, my outfit is not good enough. You know, who cares? Eventually you'll upgrade, you'll upgrade over time, you know, make it to your likeness. Um, let me, let me be the, uh the cautionary tale of of uh of getting trapped in the whole comparing yourself to other people's cosplays and i think like um the reason why i have so many cosplays is because i at the beginning went to my first con and saw that everybody had these amazing cosplays and was like nope i have to have amazing cosplays all the time and i have to have more than one so for a long time, I was making things to try to prove myself or prove when I go to these cosplays, I need to cons that like my, my cosplay was valid or 
you know, oh, it's not that good yet. I got to do another one. I got to do another three cosplays when I couldn't just enjoy the costume that I was doing. You know what I mean? So after a while, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this cosplay because I want to do this cosplay. Like, I like this character. And do not be afraid to do any character you want. You can literally do any character you want. I am not a tiny little tiny person. <laughs> I'm not. But I choose little tiny people to do all the time. Um, I gender bend every single one of I, I really, really enjoy gender bend cosplays because characters that we choose, we choose them because uh, like how uh, Lindsay was saying and Chris was saying, there are little pieces of them that you resonate with. So you guys might choose both choose A-Train, but this aspect of A-Train is what Chris is is uh, pulling towards and the other aspect of A-Train is what the other person is pulling from. So do do your thing and also mix it up. Throw do an obscure character. Like because for me sometimes I'll go to a con and you see a thousand and one like Denji's and a thousand and one like main character. I'm like you know there are there are other characters like the 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 reason why you have a main character, all the background characters background is not bad because if you have all these things are not there then this character really is not a character you know what i mean mm -hmm. so do a villain do a, a person in the back do a do a, a one like the person who does the cabbages guy from um from avatar, Ava avatar. yeah <laughs> so much more love not to say so much more love than ang cosplayers but mm, kind of like there's so much hype around like people you're the cabbage guy? Like how I ended up with Megamind. You know what I mean? Megamind is lit. That's so lit. You know, so do what you want to do. Like I show up in Mount Lady. I did Mount Lady yes. because she understands how I feel because she's giant. Yo, Mount Lady and, and Deku. You know what I mean? Plus the, the more C listers you cosplay, you'll find the more real fans. Like, oh my god, like you have to know this character, yes. you know this That's costume. True. It's like like oh look, there's yes. another Batman. It's like, oh here's a Nova, you know, it's like some random C lister. Um, I to add a point, um, my biggest advice would be that cosplay does not have to be one hundred percent accurate. It can be if you want it to be. <laughs> if that's something that you care about, then go for it. But, you know, don't feel like you need to look like a mirror image of the character. For example, I choose not to cover up my tattoos and take out my piercings in cosplay because, number one, I just don't want to. And number two, I actually kind of yeah. like it because then right. people immediately know that it's me. Like when they, when they see me, even if I'm in full cosplay, they know. Oh, hey, I recognize you because of your nose ring, um, and I think that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, some people some people really don't like that. Makes some people mad. Um, <laughs> but for newbie cosplayers, I would say like fuck it. Like if it, you doesn't have to be totally accurate, do what makes you comfortable. I think that makes it interesting. You know, I agree. I like seeing little uniqueness in everybody's cosplay. Mm -hmm. I actually like being able to tell right away, like, oh, hey, that's my friend. I know that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to answer this as a builder. Um, I would say, going at, they don't also compare yourself to others, but also um, 
know that you see these great builds and you're starting out and you're like, oh, I can never do that. I think the biggest yeah. thing is time and patience. Patience is the biggest thing to underline. Uh, I mean, like I already said, I did attempted Ronin in 2018 when I started, but I didn't have the skills or the knowledge and now I did him years later. So I think just being patient and also learning, um, you know, cause you want to challenge yourself when you make something new, but don't challenge yourself to the point where it's not in your span. Like don't try the hardest thing you've ever tried on your first or second. Like, just slowly build up to it, but also make sure you still challenge yourself and learn something new. Um, each build is what I always do. Like I remember I bought a sewing machine. I didn't know how to use it. And I just went on YouTube and I learned how to sew. Um, same with anything else, YouTube's just your biggest thing. I didn't know LEDs and I need to know LEDs for Nova. So I went on YouTube um, and learned it all myself. But I think that's just the biggest thing. Always challenge yourself, but also, um, make sure you're patient with things because i mean uh like adam adam warlock took five months to, to make and that was a lot of patience to just be stuck on one character but you really care about it and you're passionate and that's another thing be passionate about the character you want if you're building something for a couple months because if you build like a hyper fixation like character that you just like obsessed with then you know you just might lose interest and you might just not finish it or something um because I'm very, my, I build in a way where I only do like one character at a time, typically, because um, I just can't, my mental capacity can't handle more than one um, because I need to commit to a while, so. Um, and I'm the opposite of you. I, I start one yeah, before same. I finish the first one. <laughs> same, <laughs> same. I can't, I, I, I can't have three not finished yeah. yet. <laughs> I can't have an unfinished cost, but I need to finish it. So. Yeah, shoot your ways, so that's, please. That's, yeah. that's my strength. Uh, Christina Darkmatter was teasing me about that. She's just like, stop bragging to everyone. Like, <laughs> finish all your cosplays and had no one finish yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, patience, that's the biggest thing. So Hapa, you have any do you have any advice as a as a newer cosplayer? Um well first of all, I want to agree with what Nora said about um wanting to finish something before starting one. I find that I only have uh very limited creative juices. So um, when I went to San Diego Con, um, I had planned, it was like a 10 day trip and I went to like three cities in 10 days and I was like traveling every two to three days. But I had to plan creatively like wardrobe for like three or five, like four or five shoots. And I was like mentally so exhausted from trying to like plan all of those, you know, the wardrobe and the idea for all of them. And obviously the photographer's fault, but I, I find a parallel in that where I feel like creatively it would be too draining for me personally to have like 10 different cosplays going at once. So I guess I can relate to you on that. Um, I guess I am so new and a lot of my advice that I have would be kind of a combination of what everyone else has said so far. Um, but I think the most important thing is to just have fun, right? And not overthink it because that's something that I was trying to do. I was trying to talk myself out of going. Um, this was back in July, I think. I was going through a really rough time emotionally and mentally, and, you know, breakup, whatever. And I was just not in the best place. So I have the best, most confidence. And, I, you know, I was like, what am I going to do? Like my, what I have put together is just like, all right. And um, I think believing in yourself is 
you know, really important. And I just said, fuck it, I'm just going to go and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to meet other cosplayers. And I'm really glad I did because it was one of the best, most liberating experiences I've ever had. And I felt at home. I know it sounds weird to say, but like everybody there made me feel like very at home. And it was a really good feeling. Nice. I have uh, two, I'll make it quick because I know it's it's getting pretty close to nine. I have kind of two pieces of advice. One is cosplay related and that is um, make a list. Make lists of the cosplays that you want to do. Make lists of the pieces that you're going to either need or make for those cosplays because it can get very overwhelming and that's how you end up with a whole bunch of unfinished cosplays. I know from experience, <laughs> um, but the uh, that way you're able to prioritize, not just, um, okay, which ones am I going to be wearing for con, but you can also prioritize which ones you are most passionate about. Um, and I think that is really important because that's part of the community, you know, the, the, the fandoms. And we are all passionate about cosplay itself. So that kind of brings me into my second piece of advice is, um, it's, it's a community, so don't be afraid to compliment, ask, um, engage with other cosplayers. I know it's a lot of us creative types are, are fairly introverted or awkward, and it's a little difficult sometimes to get, you know, to get cosplayers to, to talk to each other like we're real people, you know what I mean? Um, so I would say just engage in the community not all of us are, you know, answering DMs, but a comment here and there, or if you see that I might at a convention, you know, don't be afraid to to ask them about how they made their armor or, you know, compliment their, you know, paint or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just, just be present in the community. Totally agree. Um, to go off of what Dayte and Namor were saying, um, as you guys make valid points, um, but do you guys find yourself uh, choosing characters that align with you um, personality-wise? No. Uh, Absolutely. I know there are some people who will <laughs> um, just go and choose whatever characters and do whatever they feel like, but do do, I, do the most part, do you guys find that you guys choose characters that are like, are kind of like you? Because I find myself doing that. Like, I choose characters um, that more, because I'm more as a... As a Ferris said, I'm, I'm kind of introverted, right? So I do choose characters who are more like, like kind of like Deathstroke or Red Hood or, or characters who are more, you know what I mean, background or, or, or quieter characters. I actually did like a psychiatrist analysis of myself, just like a personal one. Um, I was thinking about the other day about the characters I choose. And I was like, okay, so I'm doing like, kind of like egotistical characters a little bit. I'm not very egotistical. <laughs> like, I just, I think I was thinking, well, I think maybe I just like characters that are very, um, I guess confident in themselves and very like like yeah. even though they're like a yeah. zealot one or a Xandar like or they're a king who has a huge ego like from Atlantis. Like I just like characters where you can feel a little bit more chest puffed yeah. out or in general, just, you know, because I'm a little more introverted in person sometimes and um I'm an introvert extrovert. So I think it's kind of nice to feel um mm. a little bit of like confidence in a in a character that you embody. So yeah. 
Whereas I kind of I kind of feed into my uh, uh, me being an introvert, and I do choose characters. Like I want to do <laughs> Doctor Fate as well. Like uh, more of a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Characters like that. Yeah. Like I just reflected off of all the. I just thought about all the characters I've done, and I'm like, I've done some angry ass characters. <laughs> like because I've done Atrocitus, which is the the red uh, rage lantern core, and then I've done Merciless that. That um, he got angry and killed Wonder Woman because he tried taking her down. <laughs> and I did Savitar, and because he got he, he was angry and alone because he got <laughs> left behind from from um, from Team Flash because he was a time remnant. I'm just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but also, I like to pick characters that kind of reflect off of my physique as well because, like, I'm a big guy. I'm six three. And um, I have a physique that I'm stocky, and like I try to go off of that, so that's why I picked like those characters. Um, with with me, oh sorry, um, with me, with me, I chose. Um, well, I can only count five characters on my hand right now. Um, since I'm new, so um. If you guys seen earlier on display, I had you know Deadpool, Mouse, Venomized Mouse, and um, Peter Parker. Um, the the fifth cosplay that I didn't really bring up at all is Ghostface. So Ghostface is my newest character, and I know he's a psychopath. He goes around and kills people, or whatever. But a lot of people don't know that I write um, psychological thrillers. I'm an author, so um, I have an obsession of horror related stuff. So. I do choose characters that fits off of what I do in real life and my personality. Well, not the killing part. Let's pump the brakes. But no, I choose, things, <laughs> I choose things that relates to what um, I relate to in my real life. Like, you know, like I said, Ghostface, I relate <laughs> to uh, what I do in my books. You know, I write about serial killers and stuff like that. Peter Parker, he's like the most um, uh, relatable character. Being me, being a New Yorker, you know, it's like I'm a living Spider-Man. Um, Miles Morales, I relate to him a lot more these days. We're both from Brooklyn. We're both Hispanic and black, and you know, other little um, things. Um, Deadpool, I'm goofy as hell. Cannot take myself serious. And Venomized Miles Morales, I'm been I've been expressing my dark side because you know. Although I had a great 2023, there was a moment where I felt like I was like underneath a dark cloud. So I used Venomized Mouse when I was like, embrace your demons and, you know, confront yourself. He's like a dark character and I, I'm using that as like a reflection character. Like this is what I went through. So now I'm embracing the bad yeah. side. So, yeah. I, um, I get asked that question. Like how do how do you pick your characters? Like what about it? And really, as as and I kind of use I kind of use the way this little explanation that I'm gonna give you, I kind of use it to, um, because I get asked by people who don't cosplay. I have a lot of people that I know who are not cosplayers. They are not in the community. They're more majority of those people are in my life than there are cosplayers and stuff. So I have to I find myself explaining why we do this and what is the big appeal because they're like i just don't get it i mean it's cool but like that's weird you guys watch cartoons like you're like it's called anime thank you very much but 
<laughs> right. Same but I usually say like, the, the, this is the thing. This, these are, if you take away the superpowers, if you take away the extreme craziness, these are people's stories. They're people's lives, right? If you just look at them as people in stories, you can find yourself in that, mm -hmm. um, in that story or in that person, whether it be where they came from, where they're going, how their family was, how they've been treated, um, art imitating real life, right? So then you, you add on the element of like, you know, superpowers and this and getting bit by a radioactive squirrel or some shit like that, you know, which just, just makes it, you give them an opportunity or a venue for them to express and do what they want to. Like, that's why everybody loves um, uh, the villains from Batman. Batman villains are some of the best villains because they're not all just criminally insane. They all have PhDs too, by the way. Like, they're all like super smart and went to school for forever just to end up you know, so that's like, even in that self, it's like you can do all the right things for all your life and then something happens or you get jaded and, and, and you feel unseen and unheard and then you kind of have it and you start to make yourself seen and heard. You know what I mean? So that story is something that everybody can attach to. So when you, when I pick a character like Poison Ivy. You don't look like Poison Ivy. You're not a sexy bombshell person, but it's like, well, no. But Poison Ivy is a person who is okay and comfortable with their natural selves, how they look, you know, um, and how people perceive them doesn't really change the, the way they feel about themselves. You know what I mean? You have anti-heroes that people really, like, are with. Like, as a person who tries to help everybody, you're like, well, Catwoman, she's like, I'm a, she's chaotic neutral. She's like, it's about me, period, point blank, you know? And sometimes you, when you don't have that in your real life, you connect to that with these characters and being those characters kind of allows you to like step into that and develop yourself a little bit, you know? Just a tiny bit, but that's kind of like my whole spiel of how I see that and how I like explain that to people who are non-cosplayers or non nerdy people or you know kind of thing before before we wrap this up i just wanted to do this quick uh what do you call it raffle here for that edited post oh, yeah. um let me, see. let me just do a quick spin let's see who's getting that free edited photo <clears throat> little gabe 87 Perfect. So I'll be applause. reaching out to you. Uh, how do I how do I stop doing this now? How do I stop sharing? <laughs> how do I stop this crazy thing? Yeah, I don't know. Nice. You have to close the screen. I don't know. That's, no. God, that, that's, a, that's a colorful wheel you got there. Yeah. Try to click the arrow. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how to Okay. Click that. Uh it, yeah, can you can oh you can't do it on your side, can you? I, I think it might share share my side if I go <laughs> click share. I don't. <laughs> uh, oh, here we uh, go. Right, I found it. All right. Ah, yeah, All go. right. So before we go, we'll go around and make sure everyone drops their Instagrams and their social media accounts, so everyone can be following you. Um, also, if everyone wants to, you can listen to this podcast as well on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much every major podcast platform. 
So nice. Let's start off with CJ. Uh, yeah, my Instagram handle is actually right there. It's at uh, CJ Prop Studio, all one word. And you can find all my armors and progress pictures over there. Vixie Pixie Cosplay as right there. I have a Instagram, a what is it, TikTok, and I have a different username on Twitch, but I'm doing Twitch too, Pride and Prejudice 9. Mm. Uh, at Cosplays by Shinobi as shown on the screen. Uh, I'm that on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Twitter, I am Shinobi Cosplays because I think it was too many letters or some, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my name is right here. I'm pretty small on Instagram, but my personal account, I don't really share it much, but yeah, you guys feel free to follow me on my personal. Um, um, my account is team awesome 418. Um, when you do type it in, you probably will probably see two other pages. Um, if you don't want to see too much of my cosplay, I also do inspirational stuff. So Team Awesome 418 poems. And if you're into wrestling, Team Awesome 418 memes. Nice. <laughs> um, you can find me at Daytay Cosplay. How would it, um, you can do it all caps or all lowercase. It's all one word. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Twitch. Um, you can t- find me on uh uh, Facebook you on threads. You on threads. I'm on threads. I'm on threads. Uh, I'm on YouTube. We haven't done a lot on YouTube, but there's some gaming stuff on YouTube. Um, and if you Google me, my photos will come up, which is kind of a new thing for me. So just th- type me in Google, and all of them will pop up. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Um, my handle is Anixia Lives, like it says right here on pretty much every platform. I also have an account that's just for my cosplay. It's Banshee Queen Cosplay. Um, Anixia Lives is my cosplay modeling and some shit posting for those who enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more Cosplay. Um, nothing, everything, just all one word on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I mainly use. Um, Instagram and Twitter, TikTok's just kind of like a video jumping website for me. You mean um, X? <laughs> no, no. It's mama called on Twitter, I'm call Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll also be at WonderCon this year um, as well, if anyone is going to be there. I'm doing Adam and Baron Zemo. So, um, yeah, yes. that's it. So, I am the happy news, all one word across most platforms. Um, I'm, I'm mostly active on Instagram, and there you'll see a mixture of just mostly modeling, cosplay, and acting content. Um, I have Instagram is Farron Lefay, L-E-F-A-Y. That's also my YouTube channel, which I just recently started. And my um, TikTok is Farron Cosplay. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we go? Or we're, uh, at, the, we're, at, we're at the mark right now, so mm-hmm. we're good. I think so it's a wrap. To, yeah, feel free to if you guys have any questions, just you know, feel free to reach out. That's what we're here for to help out. So hope everyone has a good night. I don't know what time it is where you're at. So thanks for joining Six. us. Six. Six. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So lucky. It's, yeah, it's after nine here. Oh, yeah, it's late. 
West Coast. West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great night, and it was a pleasure talking to all of you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.